and welcome to Talking to the Movies. This is Brenna and Kara. And we are super excited today to talk about basically all things film in 2021 and just what we're most looking forward to because movies are back, I'm pretty sure, this time. <laughs> they are back. I went to the movie theater. It's really oh, happening. Did? Yes, I did. Nice, nice. What did you see? Or am I jumping the gun by asking this? <laughs> uh, you can you can ask. I saw a quiet place too. Oh you did? Yeah. I still have not seen it because mostly because I wanted to watch the first one first again. But um did you like it? I did like it. I I feel like it's getting I don't know, a lot of people are like saying it's not as good the first one, which I, I do agree with that, but at the same time mm-hmm. it it was really sentimental because at the be- I, not to spoil this for you but at the beginning <laughs> John Krasinski is like comes on and he's like talking to you as like a movie goer and he's like Aww. I'm so glad that like movies are back and like because you're here it shows that you like love the movie experience and I was just like oh my gosh yes he's talking to me <laughs> <laughs> like you're so right John Krasinski I do love this experience <laughs> And so, yeah, that part was kind of fun. And it, it's just a good movie to see in the theater. So, nice. No, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I gave it 3.5 stars. That's a good rating. That's a good rating. I gave A Quiet Place one, four stars. So Okay, so they're close. Yeah, they're pretty close. It's, it's really good. I, I always nice. give a little bit of, like, leeway to sequels, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because it is a high standard, and... So many sequels are so bad that if it's at least, like, close to the original one, then I get that logic. It deserves recognition. Yeah, it was good. Very nice. good. Is that the, the first one you've been back to since everything reopened? Or have you seen any other that's of the, the newer releases? I've seen. Yeah, that's all I've seen. Nice. I mean, it's a good one. Yeah. I miss our um, Alamo Draft House here in Dallas is reopening next month, late next month, I think. So... After getting pushed out, which was sad, but I can't wait. When once that really opens, it's it's on big time. Like, <laughs> and I feel like a lot of the movies that we're about to be talking about are like all like July, August. Yeah, it does feel like I was kind of thinking about how, you know, I was like, is it weird to be putting together a list of twenty twenty one most anticipated when we're already halfway through the year? But. <laughs> But at the same time, it really feels like just now is when everything is about to release in just like a big way. It was it felt still pretty slow so far this year. And I don't know if that's true or if it's just because it was on streaming, it felt that way. But it does feel like all of a sudden, yeah, July especially, it's like everything is coming out. <laughs> yeah, it's like all the big box office films like are yeah. coming out later this year, which I guess mm-hmm. is like kind of typical, like. There's always, like, a lot of, like, Christmas, holiday, big movies, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, this fall, oh my gosh, well, we'll get into it, but, yeah, I'm like, this fall, how am I going to have the time to see all these movies? (laughs) It's going to be awesome. It's a good problem to have. (laughs) It is, it is, that's true, yeah. Ugh, I've missed it so much. Um... (laughs) All right, well, we don't really have, I guess, a super firm structure if we're running through these, but we'll just kind of, yeah, go back and forth and see what we're each looking forward to, and do you want to get kick us off? All right. I know my first one is on your list. 
Okay. Um, Wait, are yours in like any order or is it just no, random? Just okay. random order. I forgot to ask you. Mine are yeah. two. Yeah. yeah. Just going with my heart here. <laughs> so my first one on my list is Annette. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a... I was like writing this down. I, I was just like LOLing to myself. It's a thriller <laughs> love story musical. Yes. It comes out in August, August 6th to be exact. Um, wow. That's my husband's birthday. I don't think I realized it came out then. That's really oh, good news. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a good day to see a tortured love story. <laughs> yes, his, his birthday's already planned, it seems. so. <laughs> but yeah, so it's by a French director who I actually have not heard of before, but his name's Leos Carax. So I, I know I am pr- pronouncing that completely wrong. Um, no, I, I can't do French pronunciations. Even if I feel like I can do it in my head, it doesn't come out right of my mouth. Yeah. And literally, I think up until like a couple months ago, I thought it was all in French. I don't know why I oh. thought that, but it's it's not. I was like, wow, Adam Driver is so amazing. He can speak French <laughs> and sing. Hey, I would not be surprised if he actually could. And I understand that. Like, Marianne Cotillard is the, is the other star, right? And yeah. she just, yeah. It's French, obviously, so I, I totally understand that. <laughs> yeah, so Adam Driver and her, and then Simon Helberg, which I don't know if you're a big Big Bang Theory fan, but... Oh, yeah. I was like, why do I know that name? Yeah, he's in this as well, so I'm, like, super excited to see him in, like, a more serious role. Um, Yay! But, yeah, I'm super excited about this one. Apparently, it's going to be in theaters and on Amazon Prime. So, oh, nice. yeah, if the theaters aren't open near you, then you can access it there. But yeah, I'm super excited about this and a little bit scared about it, too, because <laughs> there's so many big question marks in my mind of like what goes down in this movie. Yeah, I know. I was reading, you know, I think just on Letterboxd, but trying to find a plot synopsis and it's very vague. It's basically like, yeah, tortured lovers and they have a kid who has, you know, I forget what it described it as, but it sounds like some kind of special abilities or just there's something special about their daughter, Annette. And that's all I can gather. And there's going to be singing. <laughs> and and Adam Driver plays a comedian, apparently. <laughs> that's amazing because in, in the trailer, he seems so serious and like peak Adam Driver. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, just very broody and... Um, yeah, that's really funny. I think I missed that part. <laughs> I know, and I didn't know that Adam Adam Driver could sing until Marriage Story last year. So I'm like, right. I love how we like broke open that door, and now we're like, okay, here we're gonna toss <laughs> you into a musical now. And like, <laughs> go for it. Right. I'm surprised he's not gonna be in like West Side Story or something. <laughs> oh my god, is it on your list? <laughs> It's actually not, but it, I mean, it could have been. But I could totally see Adam Driver like ballet he probably could do ballet right if he doesn't already (laughs) he has the figure I feel like yeah (laughs) I feel like that too I don't know why because apparently he's huge but I could totally see it (laughs) also I did not know this my boyfriend was actually telling me this the other day I'm not I need to fact check this but apparently he doesn't watch any of the movies he's ever been in oh yeah I think that's true because I remember he was on you know that NPR show Fresh Air mm-hmm. and he like walked out on the host because she wanted to play a clip from one of his movies I don't even remember which movie it was but he left the interview because he was basically like you know I don't do this 
That is so fascinating to me. I know. But he's so great. Like, there's nothing to be afraid of, Adam yeah. Driver. <laughs> we'll see you in August, Adam. <laughs> yes. I, I'm really, yeah, so excited for that movie, too. And so excited, yeah, with, with still being so vague on what it's about. So I guess that's saying something. Yeah. So what I did is I, I have this, luckily, I had this letterbox list already existing that was like my 2021 most anticipated movies of 2021. Uh, I said 2020. Twice, <laughs> of 2020, yes. And basically, the list from 2020 just shifted over to 2021 because hardly any of those things actually came out. But it was a good starting place to, to pull things for this. Um, even though, sadly, I feel like some of the movies I had on even the 2021 list got pushed out. Um, but anyway, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I think the, the first one I want to talk about is a movie called Red Rocket. Have you heard of this? No. I, I've only heard of it recently, but um, it's another one where really before I even knew the plot, I was like, cool, I'll be watching this. But um, it's by uh, writer-director Sean Baker, who also created The Florida Project and Tangerine, which are two movies that I really adore. And, you know, in his work, he seems to, I don't know, you know, what he's done outside of that, admittedly, but he seems to really focus on um, the types of people you wouldn't expect to be, you know, the star of these kinds of stories or just people um, who live uh, lifestyles that we might find unusual as like normal vanilla people, I guess. Um, but anyway, from what I gather, Red Rocket is about um, a man who I think it's described as like, this is going to be inappropriate, but like a, a suitcase pimp who makes his money off of working with women um, in adult films. Um, that's all I really know, but um, I just, I love Sean Baker's work. He really, he makes really poignant, like emotional movies that are just gorgeous and humanizing and I can't recommend Florida Project and Tangerine enough but what's interesting is well two things um the cinematographer of Red Rocket is the same cinematographer who did the movie Waves which I know you were a big fan of and is super gorgeous yeah Drew Daniels is his name I guess um I learned this from another podcast I didn't just know all of this but (laughs) (laughs) um and then the star of this movie is Simon Rex which is like also insane because he is uh, many things but what I first knew him from was he was the boyfriend in that old Amanda Bynes sitcom um what I like about you he was the boyfriend of her older sister but then he also is this like musician slash pseudo rapper called Dirt Nasty. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it's like these two separate sides of him are wild. And anyway, um, it's just going to be really fascinating to see him act again. I feel like I know too much about him and his life. But um, Wait, so anyway. Is he, the, is he the suitcase pimp? Yeah, he's like the main character. Um, so I'm really excited about it. And um, once I heard about this and I'm pretty sure you know A24 already acquired it which of course but um I think it's gonna be really good um so that one quickly when I heard about it went to the top of my list I'm not sure when it's coming out is there a trailer for this I don't think there is yet I think it's premiering at a one of the festivals later in the year um 
but yeah, I just, I'm like, I don't know much about it, but all the pieces are there. So <laughs> I'm really Amazing. excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Florida Project, I had not seen it until I was sitting in quarantine and watched it then. Mm. And I will say that is one of the most beautiful movies, mm-hmm. like from a child's perspective I've ever seen in my entire life. Like it was so good. Hopefully it actually comes out this year. When they don't have a release date yet, sometimes they get suspicious. I'm like, is this going to get pushed out? But that's just what 2020 got us used to. <laughs> Literally everything, though. It's so sad. Ugh. It is. It is. Um, okay, the next one on my list is The Green Knight. Since we're, yes. on, a, since we're on an A24 kick. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually coming out pretty soon. This is coming out in July. July 30th. Basically August. But... It's directed by David Lowry, who also directed A Ghost Story, which I, I said it before and I'll say it again. It's an Enneagram 4's top-notch <laughs> film. Yeah. <laughs> you it's gotta so see good. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, this looks really fascinating to me. It's basically like a fantasy adventure with, I think, some horror undertones. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically the story of a fantasy adventure of like King Arthur's son, I think gets into a duel with this so-called Green Knight, who basically looks like um, if Groot and <laughs> and a White Walker had a baby, it kind of looks like. Yes, that's so accurate. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> but he they duel, and I think he wins, and he goes on a quest to like confront him or something like that. And on the way, I think he like it's kind of like a story, like where you kind of like a traveling story where you embark and meet like a lot of different people. Um, nice. But one thing I'm really interested in is, okay, his name's Barry Keoghan is in this. Oh yeah. Uh, I think he plays like a. He's a supporting character, but um, he's the kid, this disturbed kid in Killing of a Sacred Deer, mm-hmm. which I have to say is like probably one of my favorite. <laughs> Just like I could watch scenes from that. Really? Movie. Oh my gosh! I oh my freaked. goodness! This is so eye-opening. <laughs> I don't know why, but his character in that movie, like when I watched it the first time, I was like rewinding and I was like, "This kid is brilliant. He does disturbed kids so well." And yeah. I'm excited because I think he kind of plays like a, a weirdo in this as well. <laughs> <laughs> we love a good weirdo actor, yeah. <laughs> as evidenced by the Adam Driver love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm excited about this one. It definitely like, like some of the artwork in it, like in the trailer and stuff is very like reminiscent of like Midsommar kind of, it's just like folklore and I think yeah. it's just going to be a really good, like, fun watch. So, yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah, I'm super excited for that movie. And I'm so glad we don't have to wait crazy long for it, too. But that's another um, one that was supposed to come out in 2020. Yeah. I know. I think there's, like, already a board game for it. And, like, all this stuff came out and the movie didn't come out. A24 um, merch is the best. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I have several items in my house. <laughs> like if they if they post something new, it's like I'm always gonna want to buy it. But <laughs> um, I was at um a, a different movie a couple weeks ago, 
and they played the trailer for the green knight before it and the people in the row behind me i don't think i'd ever seen the trailer before or knew what it was and it was just really fun to hear them react to it and get excited and then there's a part with that little <laughs> cgi talking fox and they're all like what <laughs> like it's this, you're right it's like it has a slightly like bonkers element to it that makes it look even better and i'm so excited um, I heard a rumor that a certain theater, local theater, might be hosting the director of that movie, but I don't think it's confirmed. But the Texas what... Theater? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> I've been keeping an eye on all their social media and things, but... Um... Oh my gosh. You should just... We should just message him. I. Yeah. He's very... I, like, I remember I talked to him. I called him whenever... Because our... Uh, photos for this podcast that we did our promotional photos are actually our headshots are taken at that theater and so he's i think he i get the feeling that he's like there all the time so it's like yeah just pay the phone and be like hey i heard a rumor tell us yes i mean i would not be surprised because he um when ghost story came out because david lowry the director is from Dallas or from a Dallas area. And he was there at the uh, screening at the Oak Cliff Film Festival my husband and I went to. And at the time, I didn't know much about him. Now I'm like, why wasn't I geeking out more? But he was there and did like a Q&A after. So I would not be surprised if he really did come back for this. That would be awesome. I'm so excited. <laughs> Where did you hear this rumor? On Twitter. <laughs> because somebody asked them and... And somebody, like, I don't know who runs Texas Theater social media, but somebody had, like, a cheeky response about, like, you know, maybe so. Like, maybe this is in the works. So, um, very cool. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Got my, my eyeballs on them. <laughs> yeah, I'm super. Oh, man. No way that movie isn't good. Like, it's just got, again, like, all the right pieces. That even if the plot is kind of not as good, I feel like I would love it. Yeah, same. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm looking at my list. I'm like, how weird do I want to get? Let's do something more. Okay. This one might be on your list, too, because we just kind of talked about this in a way. But, um. I'm really excited for the Suicide Squad, not to be confused with Suicide Squad (laughs) from a few years ago. (laughs) Um, And (laughs) the reason for it is really simple, just because um, I love any DC movie, even the bad ones, like I'm going to get excited to see it. And the trailer looks awesome. I keep hearing really good things, you know. from the internet I guess which is not always accurate um but I'm just you know as a big fan of the highly underrated Birds of Prey I'm always excited to see Margot Robbie play Harley Quinn again so at the very least that's happening um and I think it's cool that they are getting a second shot at doing this story and doing these characters plus some new ones because you know a lot of people felt like the first one didn't do it justice and was super Joker-focused, which gets into problematic territory. But there were still some fun elements of that one, I definitely thought. But anyway, I'm really excited for this movie. And I don't remember when it comes out. I think it's in August. I think it's another like late summer movie. Um, 
but yeah, that's my that's my next one. I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm excited about that too. Um, if this was a gossip podcast instead of a... <laughs> it could be <laughs> I would make us talk about the Harley Quinn show controversy with HBO Max oh yeah oh like the the Batman thing yes am I thinking of the right thing <laughs> that's amazing it's that's so funny I'm like I've never watched that animated show but I'm like if someone's doing reverse psychology like marketing of this is working on me because now I want to go watch that show I like have this like weird I have this weird fear of like adult raunchy cartoons I think it's like some weird weird weird, like issue from my childhood but um I so I would never reach for the remote to watch it but now I'm like okay what is what is this show causing all this controversy so right well I've heard it was a good series you know kind of like which I guess they because basically they told them they couldn't do this thing in question right so I guess they don't but the I love Batman animated series um and I'd heard that the Harley Quinn one was good but I haven't ever seen it speaking of Big Bang Theory I Am I thinking of the right thing? I think that the woman who plays um, Bernadette on that voices Harley Quinn. I think in, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know where that came from in my brain, but um, but yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> no. Also on HBO Max. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, they've just infiltrated every yeah. part of our lives yes. <laughs> without us even realizing it. And Disney Plus has infiltrated so much of my life, like month by month I'm like I'm on Disney Plus more and more but that's because of our uh, superhero podcast and I've been catching up on a lot of things Um, (laughs) to keep on like the superhero train um, Uh on my list I have Black Widow yes which is literally coming out right around the corner July 9th finally Um, yes and female director alert which I was so glad to see that it's a female director yeah. Directing Black Widow. Um, so Kate Shortland, I'm not familiar with her work. Um, Me neither. But I was just very happy, you know, like, we should have a female director directing this female-led superhero movie. Um, mm-hmm. So it's obviously Scarlett Johansson being Natasha Romanoff, um, as always, a.k.a. Black Widow. And <laughs> Florence Pugh is entering into the scene of Marvel movies here. And yes. As Scarlett Widow. Uh, right? Is that right? Oh, is that what's... I didn't realize she had a name like that. That's cool. But maybe maybe it's not Scarlet Widow. It's something Widow. But I think I probably am saying Scarlet because of Scarlet Witch. Um, oh. But yeah, I'm excited for her to be entering into this like scene of like well-known actors and actresses. And I'm just like very intrigued to see if she'll enter into the scene yes. in the future. If she'll be in the future Marvel movies. If they'll include her and stuff like that so yeah really excited about this (laughs) me too oh my goodness Florence Pugh is badass already and then just entering into this genre is really cool and yeah I'm really excited for this I mean okay her Scarlett Johansson who we already know in this character but then also Rachel Weisz is in it and like it's just awesome I love all of them and and what's his name? David Harbour from Stranger Things. And it's like, also I think cast. it's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
when <clears throat> the action looks really cool and yeah I totally agree with what you said about like a woman's gaze and is like I think really important for these female superhero movies because we have a lot of work to do to like dig out of dig out of the trenches of for so long they were just hypersexualized if they were superheroes like speaking of Harley Quinn and Wonder Woman and all that so yeah. I think it's gonna be great <laughs> no yeah it's gonna be really good and what's so funny too is like I knew I had known this was coming out for a while but before we did that superhero podcast I didn't know her fate in the Marvel universe so oh, I'm like super really? excited <gasps> about I'm so glad now. I didn't spoil it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know That's I'm like <laughs> not to spoil it for everyone else I'm trying to yeah I'm like sorry from... <laughs> if y'all don't know it's like <laughs> let's just spoil like the full Marvel Enterprise. For... Right, right. <laughs> I know. It's like, I, I found myself, I don't know if it's just <laughs> another thing of, you know, being in quarantine for so long, but I have, because I've accidentally spoiled things to like a handful of people recently. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like I used to be so good at keeping that stuff, you know, tight to the chest, but I think I'm just so excited to be talking to people. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> If you don't know Black Widow's fate yet, if you go see that movie, I guess I don't know if they. Well, never mind. Ah, I'm gonna spoil more things. Oh, now I'm like really intrigued. Also, with the Marvel movies, like, like I am almost just excited about the after scene after the movie than I am about the actual movie itself. Exactly, they've done such a good job of like. I'm like, is it gonna be Black Panther? What's it gonna be? Or Doctor yeah. Strange too? Like, what comes next? Yeah. Have you been watching Loki? This is a tangent, but... No, I have not. I just finished WandaVision. Thank you. Oh, nice. Um, so I just finished that. I mean, Loki just started, but it's really great. And I'm excited for... Speaking of everything that these shows and movies are setting up, I think... we got a long way to go with Marvel. I, I feel like it's going to last the rest of our lifetimes. I do. Too. <laughs> okay. There's so many options. It's like, you know, last year very few superhero movies came out, and now they're all coming out. Even as we're talking, I just thought of two others I didn't even put on my list. I know. I just thought of one, too. (laughs) Yeah. Goodness. Um, Okay. But this one, this is a short and sweet one, but I'm really looking forward to, in the Marvel Universe, Shang-Chi, and I think the full title is And the Legend of the Ten Rings, something about Ten Rings. Um, I know nothing about it. I don't know, you know, comic canon, oh my goodness, or really how it all fits in, but the trailer is really awesome, and it gives me goosebumps every time I saw it live in person at the actual movie theater a week or so ago, and it was really cool. (laughs) Oh, wait, you did see it? I mean, the trailer, yeah. I saw the trailer before, I think it was before Cruella, which makes sense because of Disney, but... Um, just seeing that trailer on the big screen, it was even more impactful. And again, I just, I'm, I think I'm just a sucker for awesome action scenes, and it seems like it's really going to have some. And also, Aquafina is one of the main characters in it, so it seems, and she's just one of my favorite people in general. So um, I'm really excited about it, and um, I hope it lives up to what it looks like, um, which I think it will. I think Marvel knows what they're doing by now, but. I'm really excited for it. And again, I don't even know why. It's like, 
with most of these. I'm like, it's just a vibe, man. Also, I need to hear about Cruella later in this conversation. Oh, yes, yes. But yeah, that's my, that's my other of the five other superhero options. Oh, my gosh. How many? I only knew of those two superhero movies. Well, so there's also, I didn't even, these aren't even my list, but I forgot about The Eternals, which is oh. Chloe Zhao, and then also the new Spider-Man movie. Oh, What is yes. it called? No Way Home? Something yes. Something about home? I totally forgot. I think that comes out around Christmas, um, which, yeah, I'm excited for all of them, but it's just I'm not used to all of these coming out in the same year anymore. <laughs> bizarre. Bizarre, bizarre, yeah. bizarre. It is. <laughs> My next one is Last Night in Soho, um, which I had to seen like a teaser trailer, I think, but I actually saw the full link trailer um, while I was at A Quiet Place 2. And on the big screen, I'm just like really excited about this movie. <laughs> but it's coming out in October, October 22nd. Um, it's Ooh. directed by Edgar Wright, who directed Babe Driver and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. What a list of movies, you know? Like He's one of the greats, honestly. He is. Like, we're going to be yeah. talking about him big time for a long time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it has it has Thomas and McKenzie, who, like, we all know and love from Jojo Rabbit. Um, She's awesome. Yeah. She plays, like, a fashion student. That's another reason I'm just excited about this. Like, I haven't seen, like, a fashion student, like, displayed on the big screen in, like, a long time. Like, I feel like... Yeah. That's just going to be fun to see, like her in fashion school or whatever. And then Anya Taylor-Joy. That's how you say it, right, Anya? I think so. Who yeah. literally has had probably, like, I know we've talked about, like, Saoirse Ronan, Ronan and Timothy Chalamet and, like, all these other, like, young up-and-comers, like Florence Pugh and stuff. But I feel like she has, she has a resume right now. Like, The Witch, yeah. Qu- Queen's Gambit, which took... You know, Netflix by Storm last year. Yeah. Uh, Emma, she's on Peaky Blinders. Like, oh, she's really? In, oh, my yes. goodness. <laughs> she's going to be in the ne- the next Mad Max that's coming out in 2023. Yes. And I'm like, this girl, she is a, she's a force to be reckoned with. Like, th- she is amazing. And mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see this movie. Uh, but, yeah, it's based in 1960s London. London. Fashion student somehow travels back in time and <laughs> somehow <laughs> we don't know <laughs> time travel psychological horror is the genre man the 2021 genres are like so legit like it's, they it's are no they're very layered like, they are layered. <laughs> yeah i'm super excited about this um it looks bone chilling and yeah. yeah i'm really pumped about it oh same man that trailer is awesome it's like so emotional and effective and yeah for some reason when I first heard about that movie I thought it was about zombies which I don't think it is I don't know where I got that from but then when I saw that the first trailer I was like oh I don't know what this is but it, it looks awesome and it's so cool that isn't Anya Taylor-Joy singing in the trailer she's yeah. singing like the the downtown song um yeah it looks really good. And Edgar Wright really is the bomb. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm <laughs> because really excited too. 
And yeah. it's funny it's funny that you said that about like what you thought it was because I also had like a misconception about this movie. I feel like oh yeah, when I had first originally heard about it, uh, I thought it was just like a murder story, just like a yeah, just like a murder mystery kind of thing. I don't know why mm-hmm. I thought that. Um, but yeah, sorry. What were you gonna say? <laughs> oh gosh, I I don't know. I oh so. I was thinking about how um, Edgar Wright always puts a big emphasis on music in his movies. Like, you know, in Scott Pilgrim, it, that's music is a big part and because the main character is in a band. But then also movies like Baby Driver, which I know is kind of taboo, but his use of music is just incredible and how he works it into the pace of the movie. And that's like one of the things I'm even more excited about for this one because you can already see how he's doing that in the trailer and... I just, I'm, yeah, super stoked. <laughs> no, that's a good call out. Like, I'm excited to get, I've, I've started this new thing where I'm, like, collecting vinyls of um, soundtracks to movies. Nice. So I can already see the cool neon light, or Last Night in Soho cover. Uh-huh. That'll look really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. What if it's just about, like, I could totally relate to this, like, a fashion student gone mad because she doesn't ever sleep or... <laughs> Just so much homework that she's just lost her mind. <laughs> What's interesting though is I'm I'm excited to see how these people relate. Cause yeah, like you said, Anya Taylor plays Anya Taylor Joy plays this like singer in the 1960s, and uh-huh. you know, like time travel is interesting. I'm like, yeah, how are we gonna get there? You know, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That would be, I feel like, yeah, so anticipated. I just really hope it lives up. But I think it will. I I feel pretty confident in that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, I'm trying to figure you out should, when you I... You should do a horror film. I feel like you have a lot of horror films. In oh, I actually don't... I, I, I think I have one. I don't have too many, which is weird. Um, that's not like me, I guess. But <laughs> um, I was trying... I was like... I'm trying to figure out when I what I saved my number one for, but it, it's really obvious too. But um, I guess okay. So speaking of horror, one that I'm really excited about that I yeah feel like we've been waiting for forever is um, the Candyman reimagining. Um, again, I, I meant to write down when all these are coming out, but um, that movie. So it stars Yahya Abdul Mateen. Um, who was in Trial of Chicago 7. Um, he was Black Manta and Aquaman. He's just another person who is just suddenly everywhere and is a really incredible actor. Um, is that right? And I'm like second-guessing myself. <laughs> like, it's been so long since I've looked up these movies, but or some of these movies. But um, he... or Sorry, so this movie is a... I don't think it's a direct... Um, remake, but it's, you know, they use that term reimagining of, like, a classic story or a previous movie, and the Candyman from the 90s is a movie that I kind of was late to the game on and just watched for the first time um, last year, and I really, really liked it. Um, One of my favorite things just about horror movies is that they use that lens to really, not all of them, some of them are straightforward, but (laughs) a lot of times with horror and sci-fi, they use that lens to kind of comment on societal issues or, you know, they're making a bigger statement about um, things that are occurring in the real life world. It's just 
told through this fantastical manner. Um, and Candyman, the original one, is the movie that I think does that really well. And it's super creepy and just really good. Um, and so I'm really excited for this new one. Um, and yeah, I hope it comes out soon. I, I wish I'd written the date down. I think I, it does. I just looked it up. It's Oh, what does it say? August 27th. So Okay, good. Yeah. Super it's not soon. long. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's the only like legit horror movie on my list. Which is odd. <laughs> there was another one that I was looking forward to that I think got pushed to 2022, so I had to bump it off, but um yeah, I think I think there's a trailer already out for Candyman. It's just been a while since I've watched it, but I'm really excited. <laughs> um, the trailer for this movie just came out today, so it's fresh in my mind, and I had a really big reaction to it. But there's movie there's this movie coming out. It's called Pig, <laughs> and it is about a truffle hunter living in the wilderness in Oregon, and he has to return to his seemingly dark and dangerous past in Portland because he's searching for his beloved foraging pig pet that was kidnapped from him. And the reason I'm really excited for this is because it stars Nicolas Cage, who is my, I've talked about my Nicolas Cage love. It's kind of getting weird, but he's one of my favorite actors. And Nicolas Cage in a revenge tale is like specifically my favorite genre of movies. So this movie kind of in the trailer, it kind of feels like uh, reminiscent of John Wick because in the first John Wick movie, Keanu Reeves is kind of avenging. It's more deep than this, but he's kind of avenging the death of his dog (laughs) is kind of what kicks off all the events. And this is kind of a similar thing. Like this guy's pig gets kidnapped. Um, Anyway, it's hard to describe. I would suggest people just watch the trailer. Um, But it comes out in July, so really soon. Um, And, yeah, it's just, it's like, it looks like peak Nicolas Cage. And I just love movies like Mandy and just the movies where he's the most off the wall. (laughs) I'm just really excited, mostly for that reason. Um, But it also looks beautiful, like, it looks cinematically beautiful. So there's style and substance i think <laughs> i that is gonna be the first thing i do whenever we get off this call watch that. <laughs> yeah you should <laughs> it's interesting that like the truffle i don't know what you call them like truffle searching pigs are coming to like the forefront of like media and yeah. things being talked about because in 2020 like Apparently one of the best doc I haven't seen it, but apparently one of the best documentaries of the year was called The Truffle Hunters. Oh right, which, yeah. Which I don't know if it was a dog because I know that dogs search for truffles too, but it was about a man who that was his job. So yeah, I'm very interested in this. I have to look into this. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, have you have you seen the Truffle Hunters movie? I didn't see it. No, I haven't seen it, but yeah. I heard that it definitely should have been one of the most talked about documentaries of 2020 because it was so good. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that. I need to put that on my watch list. (laughs) I don't know why, but documentaries for me are always like the last thing I watch of the year. Like it's like where I'm always (laughs) doing the most like makeup work is like, I need to go back and watch all the documentaries from 2020. Right. I know it. They they end up being one of my favorite things, but um, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I, that's so funny because I kind of do the same thing because it's like 
they're not as buzzed about in the mainstream. So maybe it's that we don't feel like we're going to miss something necessarily. So it's like, oh, I have time. But then you're right. They are kind of like the most satisfying when you finally watch them. (laughs) Yeah. The most heartfelt moving ones. Yeah. Well, maybe that'd be a good double feature. Pig and the Truffle Hunters. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe not. We'll see. I'm like, I need to watch the, the trailer first. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, All so right. I have I have two more on my list. They're pretty much tied for, like, probably, and I'm saying these are, like, the ones I'm looking forward to the most, but that's because I've been looking forward the, for, to them for 15 months. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like you have to, you feel like you have to, like, yeah. keep in the game. Yeah, we've been talking about the French Dispatch for literally a very long time, but... Again, still excited for it to come out. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Wes Definitely. Anderson's next feature. It's coming out in October 22nd. Fingers crossed that that's actually still happening, mm-hmm. uh, which is so funny. It literally is 15 months after the original uh, scheduled come out date, which really? the French Dispatch is like one of those enigmas. Like there's some movies like A Quiet Place 2, which premiered in March at like different festivals film festivals yeah. and then like came out way later but I don't think the French Dispatch was ever in 2020 was ever showed at any of the festivals so yeah literally, I don't think so yeah so this is going to be very interesting again it's definitely a Wes Anderson cast like people we see all the time in his films like Tilda Swinton Francis McDormand, who had a great 2020 year Owen Wilson, <laughs> yeah. Bill Murray, Saoirse Ronan, which is kind of new to that scene, and then Timothy Chalamet, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it basically is what I believe it to be, is, which is also funny. It's funny that we've been talking about it for so long, and I'm still a little bit unsure what the plot is. But I think it's basically right. a magazine company, a fictional magazine company in the early 1900s that we're basically just seeing the ins and outs of the works of the stories being told at that magazine yeah. company called, oh, sorry, in, did I say America? In France, <laughs> called the French, the French Dispatch. So, yeah, I'm really excited about this. Um, Me too. Yeah, it's like one of those things, like, I hope it lives up to the expectation, like. Because we've been waiting so long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah nice. I'd say that's probably my number one um, for anticipated but yeah yeah few things are as satisfying as a Wes Anderson movie it's just like the beauty the symmetry the strange humor it's like <laughs> it's almost nostalgic you know <laughs> very true very true <laughs> I do kind of feel for the all these filmmakers that um, yeah have I was actually talking about this with somebody earlier, but these movies that had all this buzz, yeah, like 15 months ago, like you said, trying to sustain that, and then they have double the hard expectations on them when they finally do come out because people are like, if I've been waiting, you know, Very <laughs> this true. long, yeah, and it's not satisfying, Ugh, I feel for them, but they're okay. They're, they're laughing all the way to the bank, but it's <laughs> yeah. just, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I feel that, that struggle, I guess. I mean, in a very abstract way, but <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that movie. It's like one that I kind of keep forgetting is coming out, and then I'm like, oh yeah, we're getting Wes Anderson this year. That's awesome. Oh, did you, did you say you have one more? Or was that your number one? 
I think that one's my number one. I, I know okay. that the last one is another big blockbuster that you know of. Obviously. Okay. It might that be we've been talking about my number for one. <laughs> 15 months. Yeah. Is it dude? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm like, it's so predictable. But that is the movie that I am the most over the moon excited for. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. You're right. Oh, I didn't even realize it. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm so, so excited. Um, I just saw today that it's confirmed to be at, um, it's going to come out at the Venice Film Festival in September. And I don't really know how all that works, but it's basically premiering in the same prestige time slot and category as um, Joker and A Star is Born were. And like, you know, they came out of Venice with all these big, all this big buzz and Oscar stuff. And so I'm not surprised that they're pushing it to be that same way um but I yeah I I read the book earlier this year for the first time the first book and I really loved it and so now I just feel it's weird because I'm I'm super excited for the movie but I also feel more wary of it now because now I feel like protective over the story um but it looks I mean Denis Villeneuve is like he is peak sci-fi director and so that alone I think is gonna make it amazing but I just I can't wait and I hope we get another trailer soon I'm like dying for a second trailer because it feels like we've been and same with French Dispatch it's like we got those so long ago it's like we need a little something something to sustain us (laughs) these last few months (laughs) I feel like he might be one of the best filmmakers of our time actually like yeah he's the arrival uh, enemy yeah. Blade Runner prisoners like he's enemy and prisoners are two movies that I just like absolutely love and Arrival like yeah. I'm not even a big sci-fi person and I was like this is probably one of the best movies I've ever seen <laughs> yeah, yeah it's great yeah ugh man it's and all like of Hollywood's most famous or not famous, <laughs> obviously the famous, but all of Hollywood's like most beloved people are in Dune too. It's like sometimes I forget that Jason Momoa is in it randomly and Dave Bautista and Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya, of course. Um, but yeah, I just I'm getting starting to get really excited for it, and I'm like, am I just gonna? I hope that things, fingers crossed for more reasons than just movies, but (laughs) I do hope that things are normal enough by then that it's like a true old school, big blockbuster premiere where there's like people in costumes. Like I want the Alamo to do a special menu, you know, spicy, whatever, whatever. Everything's going to be spicy, I assume, but (laughs) I forgot about, um, Alamo's like special drink menu. I'm so excited. Yeah, I saw, because I've been stalking their website to make sure they don't push out the Dallas opening dates, but I, I was seeing how in, in some of the places where Alamo was already open, they had all these special menus for In the Heights and stuff, and I was so jealous. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to see what they do for all of that. <laughs> Have you seen the, the original make of Dune? The, the David Lynch movie? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> oh, yes. I remember we talked about this a long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Who 
playing who's playing the the bad guy with all the weird pimples? <laughs> um in the new one? Yeah. It's um Stellan Skarsgard, father okay. to Alexander and Bill and <laughs> Papa Skarsgard as he's affectionately known in my household. <laughs> I like I just like can't wait to see how that character is reimagined because he is yeah. disgusting in the original make. Like I know. so disgusting. I don't remember well maybe okay, maybe there is. I was trying to remember when I read the book, I was distinctly looking for that. I was like, do they ever actually say that he is covered in these like sores? And I think they kind of do. I think David Lynch ran with it a lot, but um, yeah, I'm interested too. Cause in the new trailer, they just show him uh, Baron Harkonnen. I, I think is his character's name. They just show him for a really small amount of time. And he's like coming out of a uh, bathtub full of mud or something. It's, yeah. like, really weird. So, you, yeah, you don't really see him. Um, so, yeah, I'm curious, too. But, yeah, he is, like, those scenes were hard to watch in that other version because it was so gross. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, it was hard to watch. But I feel like this movie, at least, is going to be, like, a huge talk on costumes because it are yeah. already, like, the what, like, what I've seen, I'm like, this is, this is going to be cool. Like, this is. Yeah going to be a new you know I, I'm hoping it's going to be like a new full series and they're going to try to like continue right. the story and stuff like that but yeah because yeah, they're splitting the first book into two movies which I think is awesome because I'm like yeah let's make this the next Lord of the Rings like let's continue this <laughs> let's, let's do it I'm totally in but um, yeah the costumes look awesome and I love how they he turned one of the main characters in, from a man into a woman for this new movie, which I think is really interesting. That um, is really interesting. Yeah. Which character? Um, the character is Liet Kynes. I don't remember who played him in the older movie, um, but he's like um, he's kind of like a, a Fremen leader and a. Um, I'm like getting nervous that I'm going to mess this up if there's like Dune nerds listening to this, <laughs> but <laughs> it's like a really important character who like, you know, helps um, Paul and his father early on. And, and then okay. they just made her, made it a woman this time. And I think that, but it's interesting because in the book, and I'm getting nerdy, but he's the, um, he's related to Zendaya's character. So I'm wondering if they're going to change some of that up. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's going to be good. <laughs> That is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm really excited. Just, I feel like I'm trying not to let my hopes get too high, but <laughs> I think it'll be good. It's got, again, all the, just all the right trappings. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I also think it's funny that they cast Timothy Chalamet only because he looks like, oh my um, gosh, what's does. his name from the first movie, the yeah. old movie? <laughs> he does look like him. Yeah, Kyle MacLachlan. That's his Kyle MacLachlan. Yeah, it's like it has nothing to do with like that character is actually really young in the book. He's like he's like fourteen, which Timothy Chalamet is not. But they're like it doesn't matter. He looks like Kyle MacLachlan, and that's who people associate with Dune. So <laughs> that is so funny. He really does. I didn't notice that until now. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> but hey, I can't blame him. It's like this cultural like association that people have <laughs> i get it 
I literally, I just heard today that um, the the Tom Holland Spider Man, uh, uh-huh. that they are going into some of the old video games or the older video games of Spider Mans that they've made and changing his face to be more like the Tom Holland Spider Man. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Also, also kind of like creepy in a way, but it's cool that it's like. <laughs> It's cool that it's like that will be the Spider-Man that a generation. Yeah. 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 Wow. What a a great year we have ahead of us. (laughs) Knock on wood. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. It's (laughs) It's like it's Christmas us realizing how soon these movies are coming out. I'm like, I gotta get my calendar out and just like start. Yeah. Gosh. I need to update mine because I made a calendar earlier in the year and then so much has changed like Top Gun and um, and uh, James Bond release dates have changed four more times. Oh, wait, are they not coming out this year anymore? They are. Um, I think they're both coming out around Thanksgiving now, which is interesting because okay. now they're going to like be competing. But they are just toward the end of the year, I think. Um, which yeah, those aren't even on my list, but I'm very excited for those movies. <laughs> the this first so Top much. Gun to me is so bizarre. I'm excited to see what this one's like. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I need to rewatch it. It's been a while. <laughs> it is. It is funny. I'm like, I almost feel like it has the potential to be a cult-like film, like a cult-following film. Yeah. Um, because it is so, like, mel- melodramatic kind of thing. But um, I'm interested to know if those come out. Because I also, I don't know anything about the James Bond world. And I feel like I have a lot to take, mm-hmm. to catch up on before watching that. So I wouldn't be mad if it ends up coming out in 2022. So I can <laughs> right. have extra time to prepare. But Same. I've tried to watch some of the old ones so many times. And this is nothing, like... I think they're good movies, but I always fall asleep. Always. <laughs> so I haven't I haven't seen the only ones that I really have in memory are the um Daniel Craig ones, which I guess is appropriate because this is part of that same storyline, but I would really like to to catch up more deeply. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well fun. Do you have any other honorable mentions that you wanted to Oh throw my out goodness. There? Um I do. I'll just say their names. <laughs> um, one is Free Guy, which is the the Ryan Reynolds action comedy coming out soon, and I'm really excited just because it stars Jodie Comer, aka Villanelle from Killing Eve, and then also Tick Tick Boom, which um, questionable because Lin Manuel Miranda's directing it, and genius as he is, I don't know if he's a good film director. But it's about Jonathan Larson, who wrote Rent, among other things. And um, I'm a, a theater nerd, and that's dear to my heart. So I'm excited for that movie, even though it's going to make me cry. So <laughs> I can already tell. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think otherwise, we, we talked about all of them. Nice. Um, yeah. I'm sure there are more. Like, I, I constantly feel like there's movies I'm missing that I don't know about yet. And I feel like after the festival circuit happens this summer, I say that like I'm <laughs> affiliated with it in any way. But once you're, all you're going movies, to all of them, right? Right. I'm going to, to Cannes next month. Like, it's <laughs> going to be great. Um, but 
I feel like there's going to be all these movies that come out of those that we don't even know about yet. So, uh, like, there's a new Paul Thomas Anderson movie coming out, which I don't even know what it's called, but what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a, what a year. Uh, I'm so excited. This is going to be fun. I feel like yeah. we're finally going to have content to put on this podcast <laughs> right. now. We can just cover, we can cover some new releases instead of yes. having to think of our own topics. Not that that's not fun too, but um, it will be nice to, yeah, have some things to look forward to and then talk about. <laughs> you want to do things we watched recently? Yeah, yeah. I think I said, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I think on the last podcast I said, warning, I'm going to be in the television world for a little bit now. <laughs> Betrayal. <laughs> no. Yeah. I love TV. <laughs> and that's our matching Umbrella Academy, and it is literally... I get it now. Like, I'm like, I get Yay. it. Like, it is so fun. I love it. And every single time I talk to anyone, I'm like, oh my gosh, who's your favorite character? Like, <laughs> if you if you had one of their powers, which one would you want? And it's just a fun, it's so fun. I love it. I think I like it even more than Stranger Things. And I love Stranger Things. I so. think I do too. Yeah. It's so good. Which, yeah. uh, are you on season one or season two? I'm... About to finish season one. Nice. I, I liked season two even more. So if That's you're already loving too. it, then yeah. Everyone's saying it's going to get better. And I'm like, I already feel like the character development in this is like really clear. It's just like easy to follow. It's just well made. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack yeah. is absolutely phenomenal. Yes. Um, it's, it's great. It's a great series and I love it. <laughs> Nice. I'm so glad. I feel like no one I talk to is watching it. I'm always like, I need to talk to somebody about this show. Uh, wait, so who is your favorite character? Or do you have one? I think number five. But I feel like that's probably mm. everyone's. Uh, but I also like really love Anya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she's number seven. And and I really like Klaus, too. Like, I love Klaus. Is it yeah. Klaus or Kraus? No, you're Klaus? right. Klaus. Klaus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah there i really liked him even more so in in the second season too um yeah they're you're right about the character development because everybody is so different and also really um what's the word just like engaging and you care about what's going on with all of them i would say luther is like my least favorite but he grew on me a lot in the second season so it's like really love everyone yeah <laughs> I am like this is like one of those things that I'm like I'm interested to go back and read the comic books on this like this is like what good television should do is like make you want to like go back to the original work and find more about it and I'm like I I would read these (laughs) yeah that's so right I know I've always I've been curious about them but I would I would check them out too yeah well, is Cruella on your things that you hated list? <laughs> no, I actually, I thought Cruella was really fun. Um, it, I mean, it, it wasn't like mind blowing, but speaking of fashion and, you know, seeing how, or enjoying when that's part of the storyline, I thought that's what I really liked about that movie. It was just that it was, um, you know, her character starts out as a fashion designer and wanting to be the best fashion designer and, 
I thought that was really fun. It, it kind of brought me back to my school days of being in studio and like, because that's the only place where it's like that glamorous and you have mannequins and fabric all around and you're just like sketching for fun. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was it was like in school was like that, but that kind it's of downhill from there, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that was kind of her um, job in the, in the movie. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really fun. It, I mean, it felt Disney and predictable and kind of you know shallow in some places but I thought that they made me care about a Cruella DeVille origin story and I don't think I ever would have thought I would (laughs) so I was impressed with that (laughs) I love Emma Stone and I really I want to see her play this character so I need to go see it yeah yeah it's good I think it'll be on Disney plus soon too I feel like it's been a few weeks already I I forget what the timeline is like when they release um things onto the free version of Disney Plus, but or not the free, the the subscription <laughs> version. <laughs> I guess it's not none of it's free, but <laughs> not the extra like, thirty dollars. I know. I'm like, I feel like Mulan was like thirty five dollars for like six months. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe you're right. Yeah, I think maybe it was that long. They're not as quick as like HBO Max or even Amazon. Sometimes things get put on there sooner. Um, but yeah, I'd recommend it for sure. I thought it was fun. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, and Emma Stone's really good. She she was definitely a good casting choice for that, I think. Um, but yeah, that was something I've definitely liked recently. <laughs> and it was my first it was my first movie back in the theaters in person, so that was a big deal too. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess that's it. That's, that's all. it. We did it. I feel like I always say that now. <laughs> We did it. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening. Yes, thanks for listening. Have a good rest of your 2021. Okay.